Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We are brought to you by Noble Gold. In fact, Noble Gold is going to be sponsoring the first several of our broadcasts because of what's going on. If you don't heed this warning, you will forever, ever, ever regret it. And I mean this sincerely. People were warned in 1929 before the crash came. How do I know? Because I had a family on my mom's side that was devastated by this. And they lamented many times after the fact. And in my presence as a child, how they just didn't listen. They didn't want to see the truth. Things were going just a little bit too well for them to panic, despite there was overwhelming evidence for what was going on. And my family, you know, is related to the Henry Ford family. And oh, yes, he's just as despicable of a character personally as he was in the history books. But he didn't warn anybody. But if you'd have watched his actions, you knew what was coming. He avoided the crash. Unfortunately, my ancestors, and my mom was quite young, a child, basically a toddler, she did not avoid it. Her family was devastated. And they were well-to-do. So if you think I'm just above all this and I'm exempt, I think I have an advantage on a lot of people because I grew up hearing these things. And on the other side of the family, I grew up hearing about the Nazis and how they came into power and what they did. And even before the burning down of the Reichstag, so I got it in both ears as a child, and it really influenced my thinking, and I'm really kind of surprised I came to this fight so late in life. But I'm telling you right now, we are brought to you by Noble Gold for a reason. There is utter and indescribable and undeniable devastation coming to this country. And those of you who have followed me since my early days in radio in 2007, in my early days of writing since 2004, you have never heard me talk this way. Some of you even go back and I've had emails from people say, I saw you speak about the Kennedy assassination back in the 90s and you weren't this negative. Yeah, and I got one of those emails just a couple of days ago. And listen, I'm telling you right now, folks, it is worse than how I can describe about what's coming. Because we live in unprecedented times, but all of the unelected world organizations that control Joe Biden and Barack Obama and all the other elitists in this country, they are clearly telling you what's happened. They publish what they're going to do. So let's get down, and by the way, this is part of our presentation. Just I'm going to weave in a little gold information here. You can try and get outside the system. And I think to a large extent for quite a while, you can be successful if you have food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. One of the keys is precious metals. And gold's not the only one. Gold is the primary one. It's the best one. It's the one that can save your retirement, can put it under your control, and back it by gold. Now you're saying, well, they could just come and take it from you. Well, they can come take your house. They can come and take your life. So I don't listen to that kind of reasoning because it's fatalistic and it gives you no hope. And the bottom line is people will fight back. Just look at France. France has been pushed farther than we have. And look how they're responding. That's coming to America. 
But Noble Gold can save your retirement by putting it under your control and backing it with gold. That's the first thing you need to be doing. And I don't care if you're 25. I don't care if you're 75. Replacing retirement is probably the hardest thing to do. The second thing you need to be doing is protecting your bank account. And you need to remove most of your funds from the banks. By the way, the banks are removing their funds from the banks. We'll be covering that later today. So I say, what in Rome do as the Romans do? And what do you do? Well, you replace it with precious metals. And we'll talk about that later in the day, too, in a different part of the same ad. So, ladies and gentlemen, Noble Gold is here to help you. I have been an advertiser for six years. I've been a customer for five that speaks volumes. Now, the government wants me to give you a warning that they're not making the Biden administration give you about Executive Order 14067. All investments are inherently risky and past performance is not indicative of future performance. I agree with giving that warning. It's just Joe Biden is violating this every single day. He has Executive Order 14067. So I can send you a free information packet. Simply go to DaveHodgesGold.com. No one's going to harass you. It's completely obligation-free, but you don't have a lot of time. There are people out there right now, prominent people, saying the dollar is going to be recalled on July 26th. I have no idea if that's true. I I think that may be a little soon. But do I think we're moving in that direction? Without question. It's time for you to make a move to protect your assets and get outside the system as much as you can. Because this is a beast system. Make no doubt about it. DaveHodgesGold.com And it's kind of interesting when I do an ad and it just blends right into the storyline because it shows the need for you not to be in this banking system. You are setting yourself up to lose everything. I have an easy time believing it where a lot of you have cognitive dissonance. You've always put your money in the bank. It's always been there when you needed it. Very few Americans have ever experienced a bank run. Very few Americans have ever been in a bank that failed. And they think everything is just going to be hunky-dory and everything's going to be wonderful. It's not. It's not. And fortunately, I have the family experience to know exactly how this unfolds. And we're in the midst of it now. And they're even telling you what they're going to do. And I'm unfolding the message all morning long because i'm hopeful that if enough of us wake up we can rise up and stop it but right now with the mental attitude of this country you're going to wake up one day and you're going to hear an announcement from biden and he's going to announce he's put all the bank accounts in protective custody and that the dollar will no longer be accepted and to save america we have to convert to a digital currency And it's for our children. It's for our future generations. I could write the speech right now because I know the BS that's coming. And you better know the BS that's coming. Now, here's the one thing that I want you to focus on. You need to educate yourself about 14067, an executive order. You need to do some research. Turn off the damn TV. How many of you are still watching some Fox shows you thought were good guys? Mark Levin is a good man. Okay. I think uh, Jesse Waters, as funny as he is, he understands the score. But they're saving their jobs. 
I don't watch Fox News. You shouldn't watch Fox News. I watch no mainstream media TV news anymore. I used to watch it to see what the bad guys are up to, but I thought, how many times can I come on here and expose the same lie and then just debunk it? There's no point in doing this anymore. Save time in your life. Research what really matters. Don't let the news come to you. Be an activist in your own knowledge and therefore your own preparation. That's why I bring you Noble Gold. No one's forcing you to do it. They're not going to pressure you. They're the lowest pressure group I've ever seen in business. Because honestly, they're just giving you the opportunity. It's up to you to see whether or not you want to succumb to the system. We are living in the end times of the dollar. We are living in the end times of the Constitution. We are living in the end times of all of your freedoms. And I mean all of them. And I wrote something and then I turned it into a video where I said, your fate financially has already been decided. If this shit is allowed to come in in full force, you already have your ESG rating. You already have your social impact score, your social credit score. You already have all of that based on where you've been. It's too late for you to stop coming to this site. You've already been logged. You've been cataloged. They know everything that you do. They hear your conversations in your home with all the little listening devices they have. They track your every movement. They know who you hang out with. We've covered all of this before with the technology. And people, oh, that's nice to know, but it doesn't really matter. Well, they're going to start doing what they call separation politics and separation economics. The people who are compliant sheep for a while will be safe if they continue to be compliant. The rest of us, to various degrees, are going to be punished. Some of them will suffer the ultimate punishment. I believe that's coming because all totalitarian regimes do that. But even if they don't go that far, and I have a hard time believing they won't, they're going to come for your finances. They're going to come to diminish your life. They're going to eliminate private property. Now, how do I know these things? Because I've turned off the mainstream media and I've done my own research. Unfortunately, we have a country that has been in existence for so long and weathered some crisis in the past. We think this is just one more thing we'll have to overcome. There's good people in Washington who will defend us. You won't be saying that when you hear my next broadcast. These people in Washington are the problem. They're not helping you with the solution. Their little fake investigations add up to nothing. I've talked about that a lot in the last two days. Now, I'm going to give you a couple pieces of advice to close on for this piece, but I'm going to continue this theme through the day. You are out of options. We're soon going to learn the price of inaction. We have a very small window to rise up. I think the French are beginning to realize that. The Germans aren't far behind. We're dumb. Dumb until death. We're the duds. Dumb until death. And we've been telling you this day was coming for several years. I went back and tried to find the earliest parts of my writing when I said this day would come. And I first wrote about this in 2007. I saw things that just didn't fit. And I'll tell you when I had the first awareness. When I read a book co-authored by my friend, Patrick Wood, 
trilaterals over Washington. You know what I learned in that? I learned that we had already lost the Constitution, but we were doing a slow burn on the rights. I learned who was behind it. If you want a big name, it would be Rockefeller, but he wasn't alone. And I learned that someday we'd be where we're at today. I knew this in 1980. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to act. I, I remember I went to the University of Colorado Library. At that time, it was the largest regional library in the area. And I looked up the Trilateral Commission. Remember, he had to do the electronic search, right? The old Dewey Decimal card catalog nonsense. Because yeah, there wasn't the internet then. And I looked it up and I found one article on the Trilateral Commission and they debunked it. Yet when you went to Patrick Wood's book, there was citation after citation after citation. And I just thought, wow, how could he have this much info and no one's responding to it? Why isn't there a congressional investigation? I actually called into a talk show on KOA in Denver, the largest talk radio station in the region and still is today 50,000 watt station the host name was Gary I don't remember his last name and I called in and I said to him I just read a book <clears throat> given to me by one of my students fathers and he wanted to know if I knew about this and I told him and I said let me just read to you a few citations and what usually they give you 30 seconds and thanks for the call, Dave. Now let's go to Maryland out in Lakewood. Um, that's not what happened. I went on at 10 after the hour and I was on until the bottom of the hour break. They skipped a break in between. And I was reading these citations from the book. And subsequently, he got my number from his producer, said, hang on, Dave, we want to get some information from you. And then his producer called me and says, do you know anywhere you can go? And I said, track down Pat Wood. I don't know how to do it. And so um, I think Pat was living in Montana at the time. But they eventually got a guy on from the UK. And he said, oh, yeah, th this, this organization exists. And it is kind of supranational. It's uh, Japan, Western Europe, United States. And they combined for their economic interests to bring equity to the world, equity. There was that first use of the term I ever saw it. And they had this guest on. And I called in to the show. And uh, it was kind of interesting because um, the I told the producer, I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, we acted on this. He goes, do you want to come on? I said, yeah. And I was on for about 10 minutes. And I really drilled this guy pretty good. I said, how can you say this is such a benign thing? There's nothing to worry about. When on page of blah, 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 Pat Wood's book with documentation, it says this. And I don't remember all the details of that conversation. Um, later, I found out that good old talk show host, KOA, was told no more shows like this. Someone put the throat on the floor and stepped on it with a boot. 
And you were a terrible conspiracy theorist if you believed in any of this. The Trilateral Commission. <laughs> Come on. The Trilateral Commission. Do you know all of Carter's administration was trilaterals? His national security advisor, Zygmunt Brzezinski. You know what he said back in 2011 before he died? Zygmunt Brzezinski, one of the co-founders. Co-founder with David Rockefeller of the Trilateral Commission. He said, you know, it used to be easier to subjugate a million people than to kill them. He says, today the opposite is true. A lot of you have seen that quote, I'm sure. And he wrote a book called Between Two Ages, The Technotronic Era. And my research into this, as I started to dig in and get more, and I had to talk to various patriot groups at the time, and Gary Allen, none dare call it a conspiracy. And I had to talk to these people. And I began to find out that this was a movement that had ancient roots. First time I ever heard the term Illuminati is when I did my research on this. And uh, it's funny, if you even use the word today, people say, oh, that's stupid conspiracy theory stuff. Well, I won't use the word Illuminati, but I will tell you this. When central bank digital currency comes into play, the operating control mechanism will be the Bank of International Settlements, and it will be administered by the UN, the World Bank, and the International Monetary Fund. That's a fact. And so there was basis in what I was finding. And I thought, man, this is so disturbing. But here's what I did that was really stupid. And this is where I am no better than anyone who is watching this broadcast right now. I stayed hot on this topic for almost two years. I had friends and family thought I was turning into a raving lunatic. Used to be so normal, Dave. It was teaching, coaching, playing basketball, lifting weights, going out to have fun, concerts and athletic events. And what happened to you? You never used to talk about this stuff. So I stayed dormant for about three years. And my dad asked me, my dad was surprisingly neutral. And I knew he was involved in the spooks when he was in the Navy and the CIA and all this nonsense, who he hated, by the way. And if he were here today, he'd say the same thing John Kennedy said, break the CIA. And today he'd say, and the FBI and the IRS and every federal agency like the EPA, break them into a thousand pieces. That's what my father would say today. He was involved in placing the first nukes on a Navy ship, the carrier Roosevelt who's in charge of rewiring the combat information center. Well-connected, very well-connected. And uh, I was the beneficiary when I started this business of colleagues of his and second-generation, like sons of colleagues of his. And uh, some of those contacts persist today. Um, so if you wonder where I get some of the info that tends to be years ahead of the curve, that's where I get it from. Am I smart enough to find it on my own? Not without help. But I went to sleep for about three years. And then my dad said to me, he said, are you really interested in that trilateral commission thing? He goes, what have you learned? And I couldn't track down Pat Wood for the life of me. I had an address, got a return, not deliverable. And I just said, I'm kind of at a loss, but I know it's true. The documentation's too good. And I left in the book to read. And by this time I had marked it up and I had yellow highlighter and it was kind of trash, but he read the thing in about a day. And he came back and he says, well, I have to tell you every word is true. 
He said, this might be the single best researcher I've ever encountered. And he was unaware of Patrick. And I've never even told Patrick this story. Patrick Wood and I are friends today. You've heard him on my show quite a bit. And he, I said, well, which parts most concern you? And he said, the parts I did when I was working with captured German scientists. And he goes, and I saw how their philosophies were being integrated into our government. And he says, I could see how this could end up being in a group like the trilaterals. He said, this would be an organization that would implement a lot of the stuff that the Nazis tried to do. And then my good friend, Jim Mars, the late Jim Mars, wrote a book later called The Fourth Reich. It's still available, by the way. And I, if you haven't read it, I recommend you read it. How America defeated Nazi Germany, but lost World War II. Because we brought all these creeps here, like Warner von Braun, who basically... Uh, all but nuked London with V2 rockets. And we put him in charge of the space program after he committed these crimes against civilians. He was a creep. He was a war criminal. And I know that puts me at a lot of odds with people that I like, but um, it doesn't matter. We became Nazi Germany. And as it unfolded, and if you ever wondered how Alan Dulles and the CIA and all these groups could do things like murder the Kennedys and Martin Luther King um, for being opposed to the Vietnam War and other sundry issues. Um, this is how. This was the Nazi philosophy. The CIA became a Nazi organization. Then they became more deep underground and really went um, to very, very deep black op projects. And that's why DHS was created. Do you know who created DHS? the former head of the East German Stasi, Marcus Wolf. He was paid $5 million to bring DHS to America. The Department of Homeland Security. How many of you are in my age group and you first heard that term for that agency and you heard the word homeland? How many of you kind of wrinkled your nose up and say, what the hell is this, Nazi Germany? Homeland? What's next? Their Vaterland? This was absolutely amazing when I first heard this homeland security. Whoa, that that just was just creepy. It creeped me out when I heard that. And that organization was so rogue. Now, under Trump, it made strides toward actually helping America as best it could. But there was still the old guard. And you've heard... My broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, former DHS supervisor, fought against Antifa in Portland, been on the border, knows all that. You've heard the stories he's told about Homeland. Good men and women, bad men and women. And whoever the president is determines how bad this organization becomes. <laughs> but it is the East German Stasi. It was set up in that model. And they were to coordinate everything from the NSA the CIA. Yeah, they were a clearinghouse of information. And when you get your ESG score, your social credit score, when the dollar is recalled, as business insiders talking about and other people are talking about, when the dollar is recalled, you'll be given your score and that will determine how much freedom you have or don't have. That's a homeland security function. We are in a great deal of difficulty right now. Executive Order 14067, not passed by Congress, not ruled on by the courts, totally left alone. 
how could you leave something alone that gives the government the right to steal everything you own and basically imprison you without due process? I remember when we used to shit a brick because we passed the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act under Barack Obama. It should only have been passed no times. At the most, it should have only been passed one time, but it's been passed 12 times. And what the NDAA allows the president to do is to declare you to be an enemy combatant. Now, let me ask you, have we seen anything in recent time where you, as a supporter of Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or any America First candidate like Carrie Lake, have have you ever supported them? And has anyone come out against you from the government and said, we're watching you? Well, the answer is, oh, yes, they have. The answer is Joe Biden's speech with the red satanic background, the misuse of the Marines standing guard on either side. It was like an episode from the Twilight Zone. The future dictatorship of America. Rod Serling giving the intro. Imagine, if you will, a fair and free republic taken over by evil satanic communists. You can see the lead in that be a great, great Twilight Zone episode. But what Joe Biden said in that speech, fresh your memory here, he said, MAGA, make America great again. We can't have that. That's domestic terrorism. Oh, let's go back to the NDAA now. You were declared to be a domestic terrorist over half the country. Now, because you're technically MAGA, you may not call yourself MAGA, but if you believe in America first, you voted for Donald Trump, you ever went to a rally, they know if you were there because your cell phone was there. It's one of the ways they track you. They hear your conversations at home. They know exactly what you believe. You're on the list. Now, by the way, if, if you're a domestic terrorist, are you not an enemy combatant? Well, the NDA has a provision. If you're an enemy combatant, you know what they can do to you? They can snatch you off the street. We're walking down the street. Here comes the van. It pulls up. Boom. They put the handkerchief with the uh, anesthetic on it. Basically, instantly knocks you out. They drag you on the van and they take you off to points unknown. And they have these what they call black sites. And they're deep underground operating facilities. In fact, I exposed a couple of them that exist in the city of Chicago, where the CIA works hand in hand with the Chicago police. I exposed that several, several years ago. Now, what happens there? You get no phone call. You get no lawyer. You don't have to be given a trial. They could kill you, and they can do so without impunity because you're an enemy combatant and you're not protected by any provision of the Constitution. <clears throat> and I remember saying in 2011, even Chris Matthews said this. Chris Matthews came out and says, what the hell kind of government gives itself permission to abduct citizens and hold them without bail, hold them without trial with no lawyer, except for a Nazi Germany dictatorship. That's paraphrasing Chris Matthews, but that's pretty much what he said. And many of us were saying similar things and stronger things as well. And so what ends up happening? What ends up happening here? We have a mechanism that was put in place by Obama to be used at a future date. He did that with a lot of things. Uh, I should actually do a piece on that. What Obama did then for what we're going to experience later. But this was very much 
how to get rid of your political enemies. The National Defense Authorization Act. You're MAGA. You're an enemy combatant. You have no constitutional protections. And then people laugh and we say there's FEMA camps. Oh, the government would never do that. (laughs) Oh, they would never do the NDAA either, would they? This is the time we live in, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the sine qua non of this whole story, let's back up. What was the sine qua non of the ushering in of deeply rooted communist forces that survived McCarthyism and took over American government on an increasing basis? What was that? The event that made it possible. It was John Kennedy. He opposed the complete consolidation of economic power by the Federal Reserve by creating the silver certificates. No more international wars of subjugation and murder to promote things like drug trafficking out of the Golden Triangle in Southeast Asia. That's not the only reason we did Vietnam, but that was one of the reasons. And it was a CIA cash cow. And John Kennedy was opposed to giving oil companies special deals like the oil depletion allowance. He said, regular business doesn't get that. Why should you? Well, he didn't get rid of it entirely, but he greatly had it reduced. And many other things he did. The Vietnam War opposition was probably the big thing. And they killed him, and that was a signal to every other president that followed. We can do the same to you, and we got away with it. Isn't that interesting? That's when America lost its innocence. That was, people say, Dave, why do you still think and talk about the Kennedy assassination? Because that was the genesis of the communist era we've entered into now. This was the very beginning of it. So when I tell you that America is teetering on the edge, falling into the abyss of totalitarian genocidal dictatorship, I know what I'm talking about. I know my history. I know principles of sociology that apply. I know my current events. I've done my homework. And I haven't done anything that any of you aren't capable of doing on your own. Now, maybe you don't have my history background or my sociology background. That's okay. But you can still read and form conclusions. I think it's important you come to sites like mine because you get ideas that you can go research. You can realize, well, this may be true for some people, but it's not true for me. So you don't act on it. Or, gee, I didn't know this, and there's a good chance Dave's is right, and I better start taking uh, preparations like food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Whatever conclusion you come to is great. I don't care if you agree with me. I care that you know what's happening and how it relates to you and what your options are. That's why we do our TV show at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, in-depth documentaries, helping you unravel all that's going on that's unprecedented so you can make better decisions. <laughs> And here we do the news. And what I'm telling you is that if you don't get busy right now and immerse yourself, you want to binge watch a TV show like Yellowstone. By the way, great show. Love the show. But I think you better be binge watching what's coming your way. What they want to do with your finances and ultimately what they want to do with your rights. And at the end of the day, what they're going to do with you. When you have as many globalists as you have had, making statements like we need to reduce the population of the earth by any means necessary. 
We need to reduce the population of the earth by 90%. When we have enough of these people that say that, it's time you believe them. And it's time that you take defensive action. Because it's not a matter, well, I won't go to any more Patriot sites. Too late. It's too late. They have all the data on you they need. That's why I did the piece I did earlier today. It's too late. They know who you are. They know what you believe. They know a leopard doesn't change its spots. You have no way out except to stand up to them. Or lay down and take your beating. Question I have for you. Will you get on the train? You get to pack one suitcase. You have one hour. We're out of here. Would you do that? Bring your children. Are you going to do that? Are you going to know that the NDAA was put into place for this time? Are you going to realize they're first coming for your money? They have to eliminate your free speech so you can't oppose them. And then they're coming for everything else. And it kind of gives new meaning to that old uh, soliloquy from Nazi Germany. You know, first they came for this group. Then there was no one left to speak because they had gotten everybody else. That's where we're at right now. We're going to talk about Congress's role in this in the next piece. Stay tuned. It's going to be an interesting morning. We'll see you back here next time.